up, buddy? Not too much, dude. How you doing? I am wonderful. 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 Let me adjust, adjust my filter thingy here. I mean, mm-hmm. forget what these are called. But we look professional with <laughs> that mic on a TV track. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> but these have filters on them. We went big time when we ordered these mics. Yeah, we did. Welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast, a yeah. podcast about slurred speech. Hi there, hey there, ho there. Uh, what are they, impediments? The impediments. The impediments. Welcome, impediments. Um, today we're going to talk uh, about your diaphragm. Ooh. How to stretch it out. Yeah. How to warm it up. Yeah. Don't hit me faso. The Italian steps, <laughs> whatever they're called. Uh, remember, I, I forget I called him by his real name, and you said I was calling him a stereotypical name or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, at least we didn't say anything anti-Semitic on the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, we haven't gone that route. Oh, yeah. I think you, you asked me, and we never even got into it because we got distracted. Kyrie is not being let go, but people are saying that the Nets basically put the things that he would have to do to the point where they would be able to release him. So they've told him he has to, like meet with community leaders, he has to meet with uh, the team owner, he has to issue a public apology or something like that. Well, and Kyrie's the type of guy who admits his wrongdoings. You know, he's six years later. He's usually really good about coming out and, and just, facing it. He just apologized to the Cavs this last off season. Yeah, no, so he's really good about, you know, admitting he's wrong and you know and making mistakes and yeah. So he'll be fine. That'll be good. That'll be good. It'll be uh, right. It's looking like Nike's also about to sever ties completely uh, because I think they – I don't know if it was him or Con. I think it was him, Kyrie, actually. They were going to release basically what was his shoe but not as his shoe. Yes. No, that, that was Kanye. Actually. Yeah, that was Kanye. With They've the canceled the, the Kyrie 8s. Or so whatever. it says that Phil Knight, um, co-founder of um, Nike, has pretty much said that their relationship is over for good. Um, so he's too slow to apologize. Which is really unlike him. He's usually one type of guy who gets out in front of it. Yep. Yep. They hey, asked y'all. him about that video, and he was like, I play basketball. What do you want? Yeah, my bad. You know? <laughs> no, he, I don't think he even said my bad, which I think was the problem. He was like, "Why are you, what are you listening to me for? Was basically the answer. Did he go full Charles Barkley? I'm not a role model. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like that's what he was doing. You shouldn't be getting your information from me. Well, what was it? I clearly don't watch videos. No, he re- retweeted or whatever thing it was, whatever platform it was on. It's it's a whole video about. It's based in anti-Semitism, but it basically says anti-Semitism is fine because they're not the real Semites. Black people in America are actually the true Semitic people. Well, and he posted on Twitter, which is totally not the wild wild west right now. Nope, nope. No There's problems be- going on over at Twitter. There was a, <laughs> there was a, a, a somewhat so you could pay to get a blue check mark. Now mm-hmm. you know what the blue check mark is. Uh, yeah, the verified. Verified. So there's people that are very, and someone had this the the name George W. Bush S or something, and, and was and he got verified with tweeting like, man, I missed <laughs> killing Iraqis, I missed going to you know I you yeah. know. I did 9-11 and stuff like that. It was well, like, the whole thing is the check used to be that we have verified this person is who they say they are, and now it's just a paid service that doesn't actually verify. Correct, yes. Yeah, so I saw some, like, Elon ball sniffer the other day. It was like, <laughs> this is actually great. I think this is a good idea. 
but also can you have some way that we can maybe make sure that these people are who they say they are? <laughs> I really like what you're doing, but it's not working out whatsoever. Can but you we, do we also want it? the old thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really, I, I'm on, I, so the URBS, uh, Reddit is on Twitter is now our, the thing. It was originally a Reddit for the really big show, uh, Reddit page. And now it's the Twitter for the, the podcast, just because we have, a, they have a ton of followers. I'm like, well, I'm just going to switch over. And, um, so I'm, I, I, I'm on there once a week, but man, it's been fun lately. Um, except for on election night, don't go on Twitter on election night because that was not a lot of fun. No, I didn't spend any time on there. Yeah, good for you. I worked the polls. I was, I passed out pretty quick the last two nights after that. Um, any good stories from the polls that you could tell us? Uh, a couple, we'll, a couple. We'll uh, one guy. Well, I was I was trying to help my, like the manager of the location doesn't necessarily know all of the laws or anything. She knows how to run things and how things are supposed to be done to make sure that they're running the right way. So this guy. And this was kind of what the other guy did, too. There were two people that kind of, like, started, like, grilling us about, like, the election security and how do you know these votes are counted and how are they handled down at the the actual um, really in, in board of elections. In, in, our, in Brunswick, Ohio, there was someone. Yep. And it was so it was like, well, how do we and, – and, you know, she's trying to help him. And so then I kind of came over because I actually think – I think I know a little bit more about that. She, like, knows how to run her location. She's great at her job. I've been over at St. Amelia because I'm at St. Ambrose now. I was over at St. Amelia's before, and they didn't really know what was going on. It seemed like half the time I kind of, like, took over the closing um, the last time I worked there before they moved me over. Um, but, like, I don't think she knows the answers to the questions. And so he's talking to her, and I kind of, like, came around. I was talking, and this guy was very much like, who are you? I was like, are you are you her? He said, like, are you her bodyguard or something like that? And I was like, I was like, no, but I, I was just trying to help you answer some of the questions because I clearly know more about this than you. But I'll back off if it makes you feel more comfortable. And I was like, I'm just a volunteer. We're all volunteers here, sir. Um, and then I walked away. And uh, he seemed he seemed okay, but you know, I think he was just trying to get into a political talk with her. Did he have it? Did he whip his camera out and did he have a No, no, no. Um, but yeah, he just, I think he just wanted to talk about it and give his statement on how elections are bullshit now and they, they're, they're, they're not safe and secure. Um, so I don't really know that he was actually, and you might have been a little curious, but I think he more so just wanted to talk about that. And you poll workers at St. Ambrose and Brunswick, Ohio, we're going to take that to the top, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, John Smith here in St. Ambrose, he wants to know. Yeah. Stupid. Um, so, yeah, we had that guy, and again, he—I don't know if he—he might have been had a few curious questions, and then was taken back by the fact I was coming by him, and I wasn't just like a little older lady. I was like actually a, a younger-ish male person coming to talk to him, but like I wasn't being aggressive by any means, and like I said, I was just kind of answering his questions. Uh, then we had an we had a little guy who really yelled about how far he had to walk last time. <laughs> Um, and so he came in this time, and apparently the Democrats had, <laughs> had signed up to get him an absentee ballot because it came in the mail, um, and he was pissed about that. So if you sign up for an absentee ballot, you have to do something what's called voting provisionally. Yep. Voting provisional means there's something wrong either in your with your ID system or 
Um, your your addresses aren't lining up. You might just be showing up as not supposed to be voting on the uh, in that precinct. So you vote provisionally. You do a paper ballot. It gets stuck in a special bag. They take them out and hand count them. Um, and I'm not sure really what the process is. They probably don't get counted for a few days or weeks. Like the, they're part of the official. They should be part of the official results, but it won't be like the election night results. And so he's pissed. He doesn't want to do that, which is funny because he was saying he was just like, "How do I know?" And we're like, here's a slip of paper with the, the hotline to the Ohio Board of Elections, and you can call them and make sure your vote was actually cast. How do I know it was cast the right way? Well, you, there's no way to ever check that. You might want to like write your representative or somebody about that, get a system in place where you can put in your Social Security number and make sure your vote was actually cast the right way. And so then he's just like, how do I know nobody's going to take How do I know it's getting there? How do I know they're actually counting it? And we're just like, like, I can't verify that for you. Like, here's the number. Again, you can call the county board. They can do the same thing, which is weird because most people don't like that are like that don't like the voting machine. Yeah. yeah Some they... of these people are asking for actual paper ballots for security. We only had one of those who, funny enough, was a poll worker with us last time. But apparently the county board asked, called, and they got complaints about that guy because he was pushing people to do paper ballots. He was like, people were coming up and he was swiping their IDs and then going like, you really sure you want to vote on a a computer? Like, you you can ask for a paper ballot if you want. Interesting. And so I guess they called the head manager, well, the location manager, a couple weeks ago, and they asked, hey, this guy, they gave his name. They're like, "Is, is this true? And she's like... Well, I had more requests for paper ballots, and then once I talked to the people, they didn't seem interested in actually getting a paper ballot. So, yes, without without 100% sure, yes, I'm almost positive he was doing that. And he was also talking about that kind of stuff with us separately. And so this guy comes in. She tells me the story. He walks in like 20 minutes later to vote, and he's like, yeah, they didn't they – didn't, uh, asked me to come back this time, or they, they, I called up actually, and they said they didn't need me, and so I'm just trying to sit there like, oh, that's weird. Well, you know, we got a lot of extra people today actually, so maybe they just, uh, for some reason, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to tell, lie to him with a straight face about how, yeah, you've been brought up, and they decided you were more of a hassle than you're worth. Um, but yeah, so there's the the old big guy that really, again, he yelled about how far he had to walk from the parking lot last time. Um, and so we're like, you know, if you really want, you can fill out that absentee ballot and drive it out to Medina. You know, that was just kind of like a like an option. Okay. And he was like, I live in Brunswick. <laughs> I'm not driving to Medina. Well, I'm not driving 15 minutes. All right. That well, way. then your option is this. And then it was Democrats this, who I don't know why. And I was because at first I didn't even know he had his absentee ballot with him. <laughs> I thought he was saying somebody requested it and voted it provisionally on his behalf, and I was like, "So yeah. would you? What would? How old would you if you would have guessed that guy was? Ooh, that guy was. Uh, he could have been anywhere from early seventies and com- terribly out of shape to early eighties, maybe mid eighties. So he was. Let's just say he's mid seventies, right? Okay, and he seemed pretty confused. Not confused. He's no, just okay. one of, he's just one of those people that is grumpy about everything. I just always find clearly... it interesting that our presidents, the last this one and the last one are in their seventies and like oh. and if those guys came into my work and were like, This is what we need to do, I'd be like, Yeah, okay, you know, All like All right, old time. <laughs> Let's and these are the people around in the country. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
no, he's 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 drank the tea. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not saying there probably should be a system in place where you can check if your vote was counted accurately. But how many people are going to do that anyway? Yeah, I, no, I, really I that's that's a good point. I mean, that there'd be a lot of infrastructure to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, part of the thing that people that are getting on us. I'm just like, well, you know nothing about the system. You you should know like nobody here is doing that yeah. at all. And so like we had to we had to do a thing too where um those big black boxes that you put your thing in at the end. Yep. There's just kind of a little plastic blue tote that's open in there and catches all those things. And so the instructions are a little funny when you're opening those machines at the beginning of the day cuz the blue tote won't slide in if it's open. The blue t- the the top flaps are open. Okay. So you it says close the flaps, put them in, open the flaps. Okay. So try they and didn't catch... open the flaps. So after like a good uh, couple hours of every few ballots it getting jammed and we got to shake the thing on the back <laughs> to make it go down, we figure out that those people didn't read the next step, which was open that back up, uh, and they're all just like cake on daddy. top, and so. Someone kind of like peeks and is like, "Oh yeah, they're just all in there." Yeah. And I see that guy's face just turn red, and he's just like, "Whoa, whoa, oh the." And I'm like, I, th- "I was like, I'm pretty sure the instructions are close it because it won't fit in, and then you open it back up." And he was like, "Oh," and so the manager's like, "Well, it's gonna keep jamming," and she's like, "I can't do this though. Like, people will freak out yeah. if I open this box and oh my goodness, I'm, I'm like throwing things into a tote like." Oh gosh! People are gonna freak. It would have been a riot. The channel so, channel three news would have been there. So they had to like we waited until like a, a higher up came over and then they did it or something like that. Um, I, I think I was actually gone when that happened. So, um, but yeah, it was it was all right. So I went to down the so I could see the bowling place from the end of the road here. You know, from our because ours is right at Huntington right there, and it was like I went in there and no one was under the age of seventy five, and they're like. And they're all very nice, you know, but the, I, I go and then, like, I sign. And, you know, when you sign your license, you're just kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. you know. And, and they, 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 they flip the thing around. They're like, well, your signature is not really matching. And the guy goes, I don't know. The J looks close. And then they show the picture. And my license, I'm, like, 40 pounds heavier than I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I had a big old giant beard, you know. <laughs> and I was so hungover in my picture because I took it the day after my birthday, you know. And I had the, you know. So they're like. They're like looking at me. I'm like, I have all sorts of credit cards. If you, you know, I have all sorts of other things in my. I have a full person's identity. On <laughs> yes, I. If you, here's my Guitar Center credit card. You know, you, like they don't just give that. I to will anybody. walk the hundred yards that direction <laughs> and get you any number of bills. Yes, yeah. But then he's like, well, I guess the J matches. I'm like, you know, you're signing on these touch screens, and then like the guy was like, well, you know how technology is, and I'm like, I, I, I don't say it anymore because. Like, I'm an IT guy, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, so I just felt like, oh, technology, those idiots. <laughs> Who gets you know? it? Well, those touch rings are stupid, though. Oh, because you're either signing with your finger, which is unnatural, or those little stylus pens have that you... bubble that follows, like, yeah. and then you three can't millimeters have your behind. hand on it at the same time. You can't time. have your hand touching it anywhere, or it doesn't register. Yeah, that's always a lot of fun. So they said, the J matches, and I go, that's good. Let's, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. I mean, to be honest, that's how most of them are. It's it's funny how, after processing some of those, you can actually tell. Like, you you don't think you can, but everyone's signature is unique. Yeah. So you can use you can almost always pick out two or three letters. That's the way I look at it. If I can tell from the first, the first of the last, and then usually there's 
an L or a T or a J. There's something else that identifies but it. But he said it, he was like, the J matches and the way I do my F, he's like, because I do a, the F at the end and it was like, I, I kind of run it together. He's like, the J matches, the F matches. Mm-hmm. But they're like, they're looking back and forth. They're like, eh, like at my ID and, and I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm a lot lighter now. <laughs> like I, I got into some, I got into a little bit of shape. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was overall a good day. It was it's super busy. Um, they said it was one of the busier was, elections in a long it time. It was. It seemed like it. Um, decent turnout. It was busy enough at, for the workers that time flew fast. Because if it's really slow, it fucking oh, sucks bad, for 12 hours. But it was also like you could walk away. Anybody could walk away for five or ten minutes at any point, have a smoke, just walk around, stretch your legs, get a drink, whatever. Because I go so it was, during the day. I mean, I just, I'd say it was pretty ideal, to be honest. I go during the day, and then, uh, you know, it, there was still a line. And normally there's, like, I vote in every election, mm-hmm. the little ones. And normally I'm in and out. And this one, I, it, I was, it was pretty quick. Um, but, like, Renee went after work, and she, she was there for 40 minutes or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. See, we never – I don't think we ever had a line more than five or ten minutes. Maybe I'm exaggerating Not a little bit, but you know what I mean? It yeah. was – I mean, actually, I, I'd say our lines were maybe only a couple minutes at most. The problem is when people get sent over – we had a ton of those provisionals. Like, in past years, I would say it's it's because of the absentee system. So many people requested them and then didn't do them. Do them, yeah. So normally we used to have, like, anywhere between – two to ten and we did like 50 or 60 oh shit so we had a ton of people having to sit over there and do the whole write-in thing and everything which was i mean it wasn't that bad but you know they got to be there for an extra 10 15 minutes doing their civic duty yep um high school didn't pass no it didn't um which i kind of i understand both sides of it of the brunswick they so if anyone listening is not aware they they had a bill to get a new levy that the state was going to give so much money if it passed. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the taxpayers were Which on. I don't think was on the issue as it was listed there. I don't think it was that either. That a bunch of this was state fund matched. Yeah. Because I could see people reading that. Because I, I think I went back. Or no, I, I think I read it fully, decided the way I was going to vote. And then I went back after and read it again. I was like, oh, that's why this failed. Like, it not only said, like, this is for the building of the new high school and one or two other things. It was like, this is for the building of the high school, a new track, new sports fields with lighting, and uh, the high school is going to have a whole performance arts center and something else. And I was like, oh, yeah, people read this and were like, fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. Was, they, like, overstated what they were going to do with the money. And people were like, no, fuck no. And, uh, yeah, so, but, I, and I also get it. I mean, it, Taxes, you know, they just raised taxes. Your old property taxes. They did an audit, you know, and everything's high. Inflation's high, you know. Blah blah blah. I I love that political talk on the Slayer speech. But I, I know, right? Um, People didn't tune in expecting this. I don't think. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, I get why it didn't pass. They'll they'll keep shoving that thing in, into the the. Oh yeah, it'll just be on there until it passes. <laughs> until it passes. That's the thing that I mean, kind of sucks about those. Like, if, especially if you're against it, like they're gonna put it on there until it passes. It'll be on there in a primary and or something else, and it'll just get it passed in some election where a bunch of people don't like that's five percent or ten percent turnout, and it'll eventually pass. Yeah. They're gonna get that money for well, it. Well, the defense. Maybe they'll knock one or two things off of it. That the high school needs to do, they need to do something with the thing. I mean, the they've thing, needed it since we were there. Yeah, remember trying to run over from the freshman end to the senior end. Yes, and then you being late, not. and then being late, and like most of the teachers were cool about it, but there was always one that was like, "Well, so and so made it on time," you know, and it's like, 
right. You know. Yeah, I saw that nerd running. <laughs> yeah. He also had to pick up his books twice because people would shoulder check him for being such a nerd. Like, yeah, he's running fear for his life. It's third period and he's sweating. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No. You write me up every day. I really don't care about biology that much. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad you did your civic duty. Oh, you're so welcome, bud. Thanks. That's like, <laughs> never mind. I almost said something. Would have got me canceled. <laughs> canceled culture. I say mean, it. You're like a veteran, you know. Thank you for dude. Your... Pe- it's so weird. People people say that. <laughs> Thank you for your service. I'm like, that has like a connotation to it that I'm not comfortable with. Like. Thank you. Cool. That's enough. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Is just weird. Just weird. But I got to talk to my. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't remember his name again. I swore I was gonna remember it this time. I was stuck next to the same little old dude as I was last time. He's like probably a seventy-five, eighty-year-old uh, Marine veteran. Um, just bullshitted with him a bunch of the day, and I can't remember his name again. Fuck. He's the guy I told you about. He. Uh, he, like, moved libraries and stuff, but then he also moved, like, the Cavs up to Gundarina from the old stadium. And okay. And the, the Indians over for – the Guardians from uh, old municipal to the new stadium. I always – He also found, like, $40,000 in Manny Ramirez's uh I always wonder room. some of those guys, though, because some – like, have you ever met – every old-timer has always got these stories. Like, I used to work with this guy at the driving range that every time I talked to him, he had some amazing story. He met Jim Brown, you know, when he was eight, you know, and Jim Brown gave him a ball and signed it, but his dad did so, you know, they played catch with it in the backyard, and, uh, you know, like it was always like, he, you know, he, he caught pitches for Bob Feller cause he was in the minor leagues, you know, like, like yeah. he had all these stories. Like it was like, Oh no, he played third base in the minor leagues and Bob Feller was in the minor leagues with him, you know, and it was yeah. just like, Oh, yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. then you would look him up on the internet, and he's like, oh, well, <laughs> they had my name spelled wrong. Like, oh, they spelled your name wrong in the Major League Baseball, you know? Like, and I thought, what was the other one? Uh, he had one, a golf story because it was a driving range. One of the big golfers, you know, he, I played around with him. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I hung with him until, yeah, oh, you hung with, you know, like, it you was, like, one of the top up. 20 greatest golfers. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't think he's a bullshitter because none of them are that fantastic. Like the biggest thing was that he said he used to have lunches a lot. They move. He moved the uh, Supreme Court Library, and he knew enough about the location and what it looked like and stuff. He didn't say he spelled that, his name wrong. It sounded Major right. League Baseball. Well, he said the the head court of the Ohio. This is the Ohio Supreme Court. So the Chief Justice of the Ohio. This isn't like the the big Supreme Court. This is Ohio. He said that guy found out he had a bunch of adopted kids, and so he actually asked him to come in and eat lunch with him a few times, and they would talk about that. This guy, I said, do you have a base? Because it got to a point where I was like, after every story, I was like, oh, you know, cool, you know? Because the first couple, I'm like, that's awesome, you know? Then I'm like, this motherfucker's got a story for everything. I was like, you got a baseball card, you know? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, can you bring it? Like, who has a baseball card from the minors? Uh Can you bring it in? He's like... Wife put it away somewhere, you know. Like if I had a baseball card, if I had a legit baseball card, it would be on the mantle. Oh god, that would be, and that would be like the thing. Yeah, I'd have that blowing up. So I'd be like, "That's the blowing up," and then that's the real one. Like that would be like the centerpiece of our dining room, you know. Like, like there wouldn't be pictures of my wife and kids and everything. Oh, there's my baseball card. Ninety six, ninety eight, Buffalo Bison. (laughs) Oh yeah, got a few pictures from Bob Feller. Yep. I was heading up too. Yeah. Till I blew that rotator cuff. Oh no, knee. It was his knee. He hurt his knee. knee. Yeah. Uh, Always a knee. Uh, um. 
Damn, I wish I could remember that guy's name. <laughs> he said he only had like a, a 10 handicap in golf, though. He said he was like a 70 shooter. Yeah, well, then you can, I mean, for the, you know, like, if I didn't try and swing out of my shoes on every hit, every shot, I'd probably be better at golf. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also, it's like, I'll be playing really well, and I'll be like, it'll be like, a, you don't need driver on this hole. I'm like, I don't need driver on this, you know, <laughs> like. Is, there's times I play smart golf, but it's just not as fun. And then you hit in the woods. Of course, and, it's not. Who yeah. wants to have fun? And then it was funny. We played rip su- dingers. Yeah, it was funny. We I played Sunday, and um, the one guy we played with must have mulliganed every three holes, and then we tied at the end of the round. And mm-hmm. I played. Yeah, amazing how we do. You know, we mulliganed every three holes, but we tied. You know, like eh, golf, golf, golf. Am hey, Bobby, right? we, hit me up when we're actually gonna. I'm gonna show you how to play golf. Ooh. Calling you out. Get out on it, Bobby. Yeah. Get out on them links. Get out on the old greens. All right, well, let's let these dogs back in. Get on in here, puppers. This uh, dog letting in segment of the Slur Speech <laughs> Podcast brought to you by uh, Ground Zero Comics and Cards at 1513 now in Pearl Road, Charlottesville Town Center, and on Ar- Arconicast at com, hosting a MetaZoo tournament this Saturday. Another MetaZoo tournament? Yeah, another nice. one, another one. Um, and I've looked it. I looked it up because they were all kind of talking about how they think you can qualify if you win events or anything like that. Because there's national tournaments where yeah, there's yeah, like, sweet. Uh, I think there's like a hundred thousand dollars on the line, really, something like that. And then there's like a ton of like a uh, pretty pricey uh, merchandise and stuff you can get for free. Found out. Um, I looked it up for them. I don't think they believed me, but apparently the qualifying for one of those tournaments is to play in a qualifying event. <laughs> and so everyone who shows up is qualified. Um, Bobby is actually a uh, slurred speech listener. Bobby is actually a judge for those tournaments. Yeah, so they set yeah. one up, and then I, I do apologize, guys. I didn't make it to the learn to play that they invited me to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I forget what I had going on, but... Um... Yeah, I saw that they had a pretty sweet event. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, um, that's it's awesome. A good, turnout. So, um, good turnout. Check out MetaZoo. I haven't, you know, I, I keep saying I'm going to get, you know, and I just, I don't know, man. I I have a lot of hobbies. I, I can't learn anything new. I got no new room, dude. I got to forget some stuff first. I am. I have to say, there was a time in my life I couldn't remember songs, and I still have to. I, so like, I cheat for the band. I have a. He struggled with uh, Gangster's Paradise a little bit the last show. I did not. I just had a lot of fun. I was really into the crap. Dude, I was. You didn't play it off. You were straight up asking. You're like, what are the chords? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what, for... are, what are the chords? Yeah. So, like. And Sean's over like, boop, boop. You're like, uh, wait, no. He's like, eh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, it's funny because I, I have a notebook where I wrote. I re- the dog's not going to make it. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You're jealous now. I have a notebook that I write down the notes for the songs. And so, like, I call it my little cheat sheet. So, if, like, we're playing and I'm like, I could just look down at this notebook and, and um, oh, it's EGD, you know, instead of. So, got a big show uh, Saturday at Medina Brewing Company. And then we're playing a private wedding. Obviously, it's a, a wedding, but we're playing a wedding the weekend after. The weekend after. Ooh. So everyone crash this wedding and check out uh, <laughs> I am like Sweet Chin Music. Really interested to see how it's going to go. I think it'll go great. The people that are... Uh, what are you doing? The people that are doing the wedding, um, or whatever, doing the wedding, uh, came and saw us at another show, and they were really into us and asked us to learn a couple country songs. So we'll have a couple country tunes. You ever going to mix those into the regular? We're playing them Saturday. Ugh. 
Yeah. What are they? Oh, never mind. Don't tell me. One of them, one of them is the most probably the most famous country song of all time. Can you guess what it is? Friends in low places. Yeah. <laughs> Solo cup. Oh, that was a good one. We should have did that one. Maybe just learn it for them, and they'll be like, "This is so extra." Because we're doing another country song that's pretty new, "Wasted on You" or something. Uh, I don't know it. Uh, me neither. I mean, I know it now because of... they didn't ask you to do that one where God makes good whiskey or something like that, or Jack makes good whiskey. Uh, no. Jack makes good whiskey, <laughs> but God only makes girls like. Or I don't know, fucking know. I hate. So, that yeah, one. we're doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing that one? No. Oh, okay. I don't even know. <laughs> you can't even tell me how it goes. Jack makes good whiskey, but God makes the good stuff. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> and then he talks about. Five nine in a sundress and she likes Jesus and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's chewing on this ball. I know. I just even for the very minimal amount of country. I, I, mom's got some country on her dials, and I, I don't fly past it like I used to as much anymore. I like I let her get her country licks in, but that one, man, that I heard it like once. I was like, this is a decent song, (laughs) but then I heard it like three times, and I was like, fuck this song. And it's just, it's one. It's it's on so much. It's like. Of the two country channels she has on, if I flip through the dial, it might be on both of them a good amount of the time right now. Well, this so one is wasted on you, and it's like country, and then all of a sudden it has 808 bass drops, and it's like, this is what country nice. has come to. Nice. Nice. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Before we forget, I, I wanted to throw out a congratulations to the Houston Astros on their first Fuck ever them. World Series championship, the first in franchise history. Isn't that? I mean, that's kind of cool. Is you know, uh, a franchise like ours that hasn't won a lot. You know, it's it's good to see a first time winner. That's it. It's too slow. But yeah, get to the but get to the chorus. Wait till you hear the chorus. Days I spent wasting all of you. Oh, you're listening to the acoustic. There's no bass drop in that. I... Okay, <laughs> sorry. This is from the Dangerous Sessions. Yeah, there's no... I figured the Dangerous Sessions would be the most audio only. There's 90 versions of this song. Just go to YouTube. That's where I'm at, bro. I guess you can't really hear the 808s on that. Just imagine there's a heavy bass going on. (laughs) All right, all right. I'll just have to believe you. (laughs) I'd play it on here, but the system would crash, and then we would be going, did we lose it? Did we lose it? Yeah, what are you going to do? No. (laughs) What are you going to do? Play those three country songs and then get out of there. Yep, yep. Um, Yeah, so... (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting distracted it's by dog okay. crap. It's okay. This one's chewing on a ball. This dog never plays with anything. This thing's, dog's chewing on a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one's getting all humpy, and this one doesn't play with I wish I'd get some of that action. <laughs> so the Guardians, four gold glove winners. Did you know that yet? I okay. did. I thought so. Yeah. I, I think we're, you know, that's probably been announced a couple of weeks ago at this <laughs> point, but, you know, we uh, maybe fell behind on a few pods. Uh yeah, it's almost like we've got a lot going on. Straw, Quan in the outfield, and then Jimenez at second, and Bieber on the mound, all with gold gloves. Uh, franchise record four. Do you know what the record for Major League Baseball is? 
Off the top of my head, I want to say seven. I think it's five. Actually. Oh, really? It's just five. Okay. Which, I mean, that's more than half your defense. Oh, so, yeah, duh. Um, How many it, people it, are out it, your it defense? Can, it can be up to ten now because there's this utility uh, uh, okay. glove that they have. So, um, But when the Cardinals won it a few years ago, I think it was still just the, uh, the nine gold glove winners. So they had more than half of them. Uh, and who won it again? I think that was the Cardinals. Cardinals a few years. Oh, uh, yeah, Quan and Straw in the outfield, and then Jimenez at second and Bieber on the mound. And our catcher was pretty good this catcher year. Catcher was pretty who... good. I mean, Jose's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's good all around. I think, you know, your only really glaring hole is uh, at first over there, which <laughs> it goes anywhere from great to terrible yeah. on, on any given day. Um. Got some, got some arms out there and right too. Um, even if you know the play isn't the best, I'd say that's even that's kind of like first. You know, he makes a hell of a play and then he gets an error on the next one. <clears throat> so, you know, it's kind of wild. Um, Quan is also up for AL Rookie of the Year and Tito is up for AL Manager of the Year. I think they're announcing those uh, sometime next week. So uh, we might have a little bit more hardware coming on. <clears throat> I'm very sorry, guys. These dogs. We normally don't let them in, but then we let them in, and then they were sitting at the door whining, and then they came back in, and they were acting like idiots. Fucking idiots. Gonna put them all down. So how about them gold guys? <laughs> <laughs> what catcher won? I always had a love for catcher. What catcher won the gold glove this year? Uh, oh, sorry. I, I, I just closed it. That's all right. I got, I got, I got the Googles over here. I believe it was actually the uh, Yankees guy. Uh... Apparently, this says Brazil. Oh, that's for the World Cup. Brazil. The <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. It says it says Brazil, but that it was the World Cup. Trevino. Jose Trevino of the Yankees. Oh, speaking of Trevino, that's who what? that guy said he played golf with, with Lee Trevino. <laughs> I know. I saw Trevino on here, and I was like, Lee? Yeah, that. Yeah. Jose. Uh, Vlad Guerrero wanted it first. Urias wanted it third. Uh, Pena short. He's from the ass throws. Oh, shout Urias out! I, I got your joke on the Astros. That was pretty good. Is the yeah. sorry? I was Thank I was you. kind of distracted by dogs uh, being idiots. And then Tucker. I don't even. Who's Tucker? Kyle Tucker. From, oh, he's from Houston too. That's right. That piece of shit. You think they cheated this year? Oh, they found some way to cheat. Yeah, I think they all do. But I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't anymore with the slap on the wrist that they got. 100%. I mean. I just, I don't even, I don't know. Right, right. We still had the chance. No, they didn't take the World Series away. I mean, at this point, it kind of seems like in the MLB, more than even any other sport, it's like if you're not cheating, you're. it's almost like you're not trying. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be the attitude most of them seem to have. The worst thing that happens now is you get pitched at for, like, the first month of baseball. Yeah, and even that wasn't that bad. Um, it almost seems like, too, that it's assumed that steroid is pretty rampant and you're not going to keep up or be able to make it if you're not using steroids and definitely not be a superstar. Well, they probably – they got – so they had all that backlash from the late 90s, early 2000s steroid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then baseball kind of died off for a while because it got – a little is that a I mean a, I don't want to say unexciting but it just kind of it died off and now it seems like are they testing like they were in the past it or? is but it's always basically a situation where I mean it's like anything legal and illegal it's like they find and they catch it and they figure out how to test for it 
and then they changed the drug. Yeah. And they changed okay. the way it's administered. They changed something. They find a masking a masking agent that they're not currently testing for. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I assume Aaron Judge is on steroids. I mean, sue me for defamation, I guess, Aaron. Come come get my 2003 F-150. That thing's running tip-top from what he told me. <laughs> tip-top. It's running so good, it's not in the driveway right now. Starter's out, though. <laughs> Starter's finally out. You got a brand-new filter on the game. <laughs> The gas line and is about to have a brand new starter. He just wait a wait a few weeks to file. Make sure you get that starter in there, Judge. Uh, yeah, no, like I have no proof of it, but I assume he's doing steroids. I assume quite a few of them are. My favorite is in UFC is when those guys get busted with steroids. They're like, "Oh, it's a supplement I got from Walmart. Cold medicine." Yeah, and it's like it's always a supplement from Walmart, and it's over. The, oh, I got this over the counter supplement. Why at this point are you taking over-the-counter supplements? You are a freaking UFC fighter, you know? You're taking, like, can't you get spot? I mean, like, when I was going to the gym many, many moons ago, those guys would just, like, they'd get a sponsor, you know, from those places, and the sponsor was they would give them that stuff for free, and then those guys would come up to you and be like, what supplement are you using? And I would go... An over-the-counter one from Walmart because I'm literally here just time to get into shape. They're like, well, this one's better. I'm sure it is. This one is like three ninety nine and over-the-counter at Walmart, you know? Like, oh, man. Oh, over-the—would you get busted? That John Jones that one time got busted. He blamed dick pills from the gas station. <laughs> yep. How are you going to – you're taking dick pills from the gas station? You're a yeah, goddamn – one of the greatest fighters of all time, and you're taking dick pills from the gas The thing station. about him is, though, I believed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Jones. I 100% believe. He was probably He took off. some neon green, yeah, cool-looking like... thing with, like, a, a an alien with nine boners on the yep, package. Yep. And he was like, oh, I'm going to be yoked tonight. And he was and he was probably all fucked up when he bought him. Not that I'm saying John Jones was fucked up a lot, but he did get into a car accident and had to go grab weed out of his car after he hit a pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was busted for cocaine multiple times. Mm-hmm. I mean. But yeah, Dick, and he went on Joe Rogan, the biggest podcast in the world. He's like, yep, dick pills from the gas station. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine, like, I don't know, man, like, maybe the ego on you, you're just like, uh, I'll, I'll admit I was taking <laughs> dick pills from the gas station. Like, me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I was doing steroids. That's what I would say. <laughs> I was trying to do better. <laughs> I was trying to be a better fighter, so I took steroids. I mean, when it comes down to it, maybe thinking it's, it's kind of a good story in that it's like no one's gonna admit to dick pills i guess so it has to be the dick i guess couldn't be steroids why would he say dick pills then oh man it's probably the smartest thing he's ever done have you seen conor mcgregor lately Mm -mm. he's on steroids (laughs) you can come sue me conor you can come get the 2017 toyota crawl (laughs) (laughs) oh big shot over here You gotta fucking <laughs> embarrass me, dude. The start, you don't have to take the starter out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this picture of him. But he is yoked to the gills right now. Hold on, let me ring up the Insta, like the kids say. Does he have any fights coming up? No. Okay. Uh, I'm sure he'll quit a month ahead if he has to or something like that. 
Can you see that? Yeah. You know, he was always pretty lean. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really see that. It's tiny. But, um, yeah, he's yoked to the gills. People are saying he's going to the WWE. Cool, cool. Or or maybe AEW. <laughs> Uh, what's the? Do you, are you watching wrestling at all? No. Uh, really. There's something in the AEW where it's like they're doing the scissoring, like it's the scissor group or something, and they do scissoring. I'm like, dude, you guys can't bring back the '90s Attitude Era. It's just not gonna happen. And they're using Billy Gunn or whatever they call him in AEW to do yeah, the scissoring yeah. thing. Um, ooh, scissor me, daddy ass, daddy ass, or is that baddie ass? I'm not watching a lot of wrestling if I'm being if I'm no, watching I'm not either. If I'm watching wrestling it's usually on Pluto and it's the TNA channel and poor Renee. I mean in a group of roided out semi hotheads, I don't think he could last more than a month anywhere. Who Connor? Yeah. Well, I I think you know, Triple H is running that now. Uh-huh. Um so I don't know what you know, I I'm totally out of it out of everything. But if that dude comes in and draws enough you know, they're going to say, well, he's bringing in people, he's bringing in money. Maybe, I don't know, you know, the other thing is, what, six years ago, seven years ago, he was going around saying, he'll smack all those motherfuckers. You That's know, and what those I'm people, saying. Yeah. He and, would, to him, he would be the only legitimate star there. And you well, know except what, for Brock. I AEW, mean, nah, he would have no respect for him anyway. He would come in with such an attitude of being an asshole. Like, I can't imagine it wouldn't wear on everybody extremely quick. You think he would come in to be an asshole to Brock? I think he would. I think he would be an asshole to everyone. They would all be washed up. Like, Brock is washed up, and that's best case. Everyone else is just a fucking phony actor. Well, I, dude, Brock, Bobby Lashley. Do you know who Bobby Lashley yeah. is? He's, he's like, he's. I forget his MMA record, but he fought a bunch of MMA fights, and he's also two of him. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot he was still around. Well, then I mean, maybe Lashley's the one that would end up kicking his. Well, he'd probably maybe he's nice to those two. Then. <laughs> okay, okay. So maybe he's. Like, and I, I still don't think he'd be that nice to to Brock. And Bobby Lashley was actually fifteen and two. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm trying to look. He fought. Uh, well, he fought Bob Sapp. That doesn't really. Dude, count. I just think he would. I think he would treat everyone like shit and end up getting into a bunch of fights. Legit fights. Hey, I mean, it worked for Shawn Michaels. I don't know. Shawn Michaels was a complete piece of garbage back in his day, but Vince McMahon loved him, so um, he was able to... Oh, you know what? Speaking of wrestling... I guess. You know what yesterday was? What was it? The 25th anniversary of the Montreal Screwjob. Oh. If you don't know what the Montreal Screwjob was, it was uh, Bret Hart, who was the world champion in the WWF mm-hmm. at the time, was in Canada... You know, his home country, he was, that's where he was, and, uh... It's Montreal. Uh-huh. Nothing. Oh. And so, <laughs> he was in his home country, which he was beloved in, and uh, Vince McMahon went down to the ring, and pretty much they, they put, oh, and they put, Shawn Michaels put Bret Hart in his own finishing move, and mm-hmm. Vince McMahon made him, uh, they rang the bell and said that Bret Hart tapped out. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, considered one of the biggest, like, I don't know, 
like kayfabe breaking moments in, in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it changed the tide of a lot of wrestling. It turned Vince McMahon into a character. You know, for the longest time, he was just an owner and just kind of a person there. And then mm-hmm. he ended up turning half into, announcer. He'd do the Saturday morning shows yeah. and stuff like that. And then he turned into that Vince McMahon character where, you know, he, he came out and pretty much said he was screwing people. You know, that was his thing. He was screw. Yeah. He would screw people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that was just supposed to be a close to the end of the fight move where he would put him in his own move and he would break out of it and they were going to let him win and leave on his, cause he was going for a WCW. I think that, going was, to the, that was um, his, his fat final match. But then, uh, I, they had a lot of like disagreement over how that was going to go. And then I, it sounded like Vince, he said he wasn't going to fight unless he let him win. So Vince lied to him, told him he would let him win. Yep. And there's been. I guess the biggest thing is clearly Vince lied. He made the refs do it. He made the them ring the bell. But Shawn Michaels has never admitted as to whether he knew or not. No, I, I he, think he's. Denied I think he. It no, fact. I think he finally came and I think recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was someone knocking the door of the Ravens' tail. No, he came out and said that. I, I believe he finally came out and said, and like they they've come out and said they're cool now. Um, Shawn Michaels is, is a born again Christian who. Um, was a total dick in in those days. Um, But if you watch the documentary on that, he spits on Vince in the face. And and then afterwards, he knocks Vince out in the the back locker room. And Vince has come out later. He's like, well, I told him I'd give him one shot. And, you know, like Vince acted like he was going to fight back. And it was like, you were going to fight back with the, you know, (laughs) that giant pro wrestler. Um but yeah, the 25th anniversary of the Montreal Screwjob. If it's actually a really good documentary, they did it on Vice uh, behind the ring. So if you get the, if you get to look it up and you're not in the pro wrestling at all, that's um, one of the ones I would you know kind of that's a good one to look into. Um, you don't really have to know pro wrestling; those documentaries do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually watching another documentary. It's called Tales of the the Territories, and back in the 70s and 80s, there was no major really wrestling association. There was like all these smaller ones to all the different areas of the country. And the one wrestler was talking, but he got stabbed. You know, he was a bad guy and these, these hillbillies didn't, couldn't tell reality from, you know, fake wrestling. And he got stabbed on the mm-hmm. way out. Uh, Jerry, the King Lawler was talking about, he was driving his car out and someone threw a brick over the top of like a overpass. Cause they found out it was his car and threw a brick over and almost killed him. Um, so yeah, those documentaries are pretty good and you really don't need to know too much about pro wrestling cause they kind of, they, they kind of, I don't want to say dumb it down because, um, I think you don't really need to be dumbed down for pro wrestling because it's pretty much a male soap opera. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are pretty good if you get a chance to check those out. I guess it's, it sounded like. There was he he it was like I said he wouldn't agree to that that that's what would happen, and it sounded like they agreed on a referee bump, a melee, and a disqualification or no contest outcome, and then they all decided without Bret Hart that it was going to happen that way. So yeah, yeah. Good. I guess he was never going to win. I guess that's. Well, he was supposed to like retire WWE with the belt, but it's well, kind of, no contest. Yeah, you would yeah. keep the belt, but it's kind of um, I don't know what the term is, but you're not supposed to if you're leaving for another organization, you're not supposed to leave with the belt. Yep. Um, and they got because previous part of the problem was previously they had gotten burned because one of their other wrestlers 
a female wrestler, I think her name was Medusa, left with the WWF women's title and showed up on WCW like the next week mm-hmm. and threw the gar- title in the garbage. It was like, that's what I think of WWF. And that was the women's title. And at the time, that wasn't, you know, women's wrestling has really come a long way compared to what it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, but so it was up there with the men's. Huh? Right up there with the men. Are you being facetious? Or? No. No, yeah. They, they're, mm. uh, They've come a long way compared to, like, bra and panties. Remember, that's all it was, was bra and panties matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and yep. I was like, yep. you know, bra and panties. <laughs> Jello match. Yeah. They did a bra and panties match with the, like, with the two announcers. <laughs> it was like a tuxedo match, and they had to rip the tuxedo off. And then, of course, the one guy had stupid, like, heart boxers on or something, you know, like the mm-hmm. old school cartoons or whatever. Oh, man. Didn't they do one of those with uh, Mae Young and uh, <laughs> Dude, what's her name? As a kid, Mae Young showed her boobies and I puked. <laughs> <laughs> they always used to make those two old ladies fight. <laughs> I don't remember her showing her boobs, though. <laughs> oh, they, they made her show Fabulous her. Moolah. It was either Mae Young or Fabulous Moolah. And they, they, she, she showed her boob, boobies and I puked. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm going to see if my mom remembers them. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's going to I I guarantee you she's not going to remember. All right, let's see. <laughs> Hey. Wow, one ring. Hey. hey, we're podcasting again. Oh, good. I got. Am I yes. Hey, I got a question for you. Alrighty then. Do you remember when that really old wrestler, like the Fabulous Moolah or Mae Young, showed her boobies? Oh my god! And you were gonna you gagged. You gagged. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I puked. Did I not puke? Um, I'm not. I don't remember. I remember you gagging hysterically. You did run to the bathroom, but I wasn't following. Okay. So it we were like you were sick, like with a sickness. Okay, yeah, we were just talking about her showing her boobies. I was like, I think I puked during that. Yeah, yeah you were you got up and started gagging, and then your brother started laughing at you, and then you ran to the bathroom, and I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's all I called to talk about, real quick. <laughs> Whoa! All right, I love you. Bye. Breaking news: <laughs> It was a prosthetic. What? It was a prosthetic. What do you mean with the prosthetic? This was at the... I love that my mom remembered that. She was like, oh, yeah, I remember you being an idiot. During the 2000 Royal Rumble, she won the Miss Royal Rumble swimsuit contest (laughs) and afterwards flashed her breasts. However, she was wearing a prosthetic. Do you remember another great angle they did? She gave birth to a hand. (laughs) Do you remember that? I do do not remember. Look it up real quick. It was was, uh, Mark Henry's hand. She had a kid with Mark Henry, and it ended up giving birth, and it was a birth to a hand. <laughs> wow, he's in—he's fighting in a match. I do remember them dating, actually, now that I see this. When he was sexual chocolate? Yep. She doesn't move in the ring and collapses. Wow, putting her on the stretcher. Like, so afterwards, like, they're, like, just in the back, and there's, like, a doctor, and he's, like, what do you got? <laughs> a brisco. 
Give me a cigar. It'll help with the birth. Can't get away with that anymore. <laughs> Why is it a hand? Uh, now as an adult, I'm trying to wonder if they were saying she was shoving up that up her... And it got stuck? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought you meant it was, like, supposed to be Mark's hand or something. Right? No, I thought... I don't know. I was a kid. I just had to call my mom to ask her if she remembered me puking after seeing the one... Why was there a hand? <laughs> So if, if if you let me break it down for you, we watched an old episode of Raw where they pulled a hand out of this lady's this old lady, very elderly old ladies. She still was taking bumps though. I don't know if you remember what like. They, oh yeah, she she did pow- earlier in that match. She got power bombed by Bubba Ray Dudley off the thing through a table. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'm okay with it. It sounds like she was kind of a piece of shit back in the day. Yeah, they had the takeaways. Both those two. They both were uh, they were running prostitute rings, supposedly, mm-hmm. for the, some of the wrestling girls. Yeah, they told them that's how you get in the biz. Yeah, hoard them out. Yeah. They actually had the change, I Stole think. Stole all their money for, yeah. for the wrestling promotions and then started pimping them out. Well, that got dark really quick. <laughs> the bright world of wrestling. They did it behind the ring on her, and I think that was the same thing. They pretty much came out and said she was a giant piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Yep. It sounds like I should got should have gotten to pro wrestling. It sounds like it's a good. I would have died. Whoa. Died in my mid forties from cocaine and all, from a heart attack, which would have nothing to do with all the cocaine and steroids. Oh come I on! Did. Some of those guys make it to sixty. <laughs> I mean, they can't move their joints, but. Poor McFoley, man. Have you seen him? Not recently. Oh, uh, he, he. I mean, he looks good from like the head up because he doesn't do drugs or alcohol or anything. But like, he can't move. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, most of these old those old guys can't. Well, McFoley was getting thrown off towers and being set on fire. There was a thing they were talking about that he was sitting. For, they got him a first class ticket and everyone left first class because it stank like burning meat. And it was him because his he, his wounds never healed right from the the wrestling match he was in. Like, imagine being in first class and you're flying back from Japan and your arm is still, like, melting meat, you know? Uh, Oh, Mick. Oh, Mick. Met him once. He was very nice. Signed an autograph for me. Of course he was. He's a stand-up gent, that mankind. (laughs) Have a nice day. (laughs) I wish I would have seen his stand-up. He did, like, stand-up for a while, but it was, like, pro-wrestling-oriented, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know how much... I say I don't know how much I'd have been in that, but we just did 20 minutes on pro wrestling. How's your Halloween? Do anything cool? Uh, no, not really. So uh, the truck went down the night before Halloween. <laughs> was so it the starter? I, uh, it was the starter. Uh, We're laughing. I actually I spent it, so it, it didn't take me until today to get the starter off because I was working on the the uh, fuel filter. I noticed that, 
And once you get up to that many years, there's a lot of crusties going on. So there's a lot of dude. I always right hated in. working on her car. Like I was never a car guy, but like mm-hmm. you'd be working on that shit, be falling your eyes. Like, mm-hmm. and then I wear safety glasses, and it just fell all over. Uh, that yep. was the worst. Yep. Good times. Now I just Good take times. it to the dealer. Yeah. So I was up at like four thirty or five in the morning waiting on a tow that night. So that was great. Excellent. And then, uh, yeah, I hung out. Uh, and my niece and nephews were over, and uh, they uh, they all went out trick-or-treating, but I couldn't go with them. So I basically passed out while they left and then woke back up when they got back. And then after they all went their own way, then I uh, just just went and passed out. We gave out candy, um, and then we also gave out the – there was these trick-or-treat Pokemon cards. And we were the talk of the neighborhood because we were giving out Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. And, like, this one girl, man, I gave her the pack of Pokemon cards. And then I went to go give her candy. And she, like, was running off with the Pokemon cards. Like, I got Pokemon cards. And I'm like, well, hold on. You get candy. And I was giving out handfuls because I bought a ton of candy. We don't get mm-hmm. a lot of kids here. Um, and I tried giving her candy. She took one piece. And I'm like, you can have more. She's like, I'm good. And ran off. She's like, Pokemon cards. Yeah, my uh, nephew got stoked about some Pokemon cards after watching me play the the video, the game now. The video on my game. Phone. He's uh, he pretty much always just demands it as soon as he sees me. It's kind of becoming problematic, especially <laughs> since he. It's gotten worse since he started getting the cards now too. Um, so I didn't let on that those were a thing, but then he saw them. Uh, I guess there was a very scary house he didn't want to go up to. Always, and I was like twelve. His and mom. Was still a scary house. His mom carried uh, the sister up, and then when she came back, she was like. They have Pokemon cards, and he, like, was very torn. So she's like, I'll pick you up. And so he just, like, clung onto her the whole time, grabbed his cards, and then he was like, go! <laughs> so Run! But, but he's collecting them now. They Do you want a pack of those Halloween cards? I got stuff. a bunch left. Uh, I Sure, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, I really would have thought his mother would hate the idea of having those cards everywhere. I mean, um, I'm a full-grown adult, okay with it, and I have... Well, I guess they're not everywhere. They're just there. Well, that's the thing. There, he's, there. <laughs> he's four, so, I mean, they have a lot of things. They they have a smaller house for, for two kids, so it's... Uh, Would you want one of those tins up there, too? Uh, he'll take whatever right, I'll give you a tin get rid of, or I guess. Cards. Um, cool. But, yeah, he's getting into them. And then the whole time he's looking at them, he's like, You have this? Monica has this? Do you have this? Monica have this? Do you have this? <laughs> Monica have this? Why he on fire? <laughs> he's not on fire. I mean, he is, but he's the fire. It's it's okay. Fire! He's not on fire. Speaking of, I just bit it on a slowpoke. I'm going to have the biggest slowpoke collection out there. Ooh-wee. I don't know why. You. I don't know why I'm obsessed with slowpoke, the Pokemon, but... I don't know. They're pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. I always... I always felt like Slowpoke and me had a good relationship. He, he he really likes Pikachu, but I think, well, he, I think, I think he finally him. decided his favorite is Charmander. Charmander, I'm a good like one. you're kind of basic, dude. Oh wow, it's it's that's a lot less basic than um, Pikachu though. These are all my Slowpokes here. Look at all these Slowpokes. Wow, slow for look at all them Slowpokes. Guess how much these are worth right here. All these Slowpokes. Fourteen dollars. About there. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I probably paid too much. For <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, all right, man. Let's get out of here. Unless you got anything else. Yes. What do I want to ask you. What's up? Where do you think Kirk Cousins is on the NFL all-time contract earners list? Uh, he's pretty high because they pay him a lot of money to stay there, and I think they keep franchising him. If I this remember. is only money that's earned till now. So, like, even if he's under contract for the next five years, it only counts this year. Of all time? All time. 
I, I, I'm a, I don't. 26th. Take 20 off of it. He's sixth? He's sixth. Of all time. Huh? All time. And he's very mid quarterback. He's very mid. There are a couple other quarterbacks in this top 10. Brady, $333 million. Rogers, $305 million. Stafford, $301 million. Matt Ryan, number four, at $291.7 million. Sussel, at number five, with two hundred and thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Uh, six, Kirk Cousins, $201.7. Flacco, $174 million. Tannehill, $168 million. Yeah, but you know what? Did you watch that? Um, that uh, it was like Titans, Lamar Jackson. Uh, no, Titans and oh shit, who was it? Um, but was it Joe Flacco? No, Titans game. Who was that again? Titans Chief. Did you watch that game? No. So I could see why they paid Tannehill a lot of money because they had uh, they that Malik Willis. Um, he can't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like five of twenty. And ev- I did see parts of that actually, and I was like, "All right, that you know." I was like, "The run game they're doing with him is pretty neat. You know, it's 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 effective." But every pass, I mean, he was like five of eighteen or something like that, and he could not. I mean, every pass was some floater that just was over somebody's head. Um, so I kind of see why they're paying. T- that I mean, Tannehill's getting a good contract, and you know, um, he's injured right now. And, and if with if they had him in that game, they would have won. I mean, Tan. Uh, they, they, oh yeah, they went, o- went overtime, to overtime, right? yeah. and uh, it was seventeen twenty. Malik Willis, he, while he he was athletic and he could run the hell of the ball, he cannot throw to save his life and. Uh, Tannehill in that game with the way Derek Derrick Henry was running, they would have won that game. Um, and Gino's probably earned himself some money too. Gino is uh, really coming around. Who would have thought that guy would have been able to play like that? Yeah. Um, the the Seattle has fleeced Denver at this point in that trade. Um, I, I forget the exacts of it, but wow, Seattle really made out on that trade. Um, and you know, we'll see what Deshaun Watson looks like, but. Um, the Texans might have fleeced us too. I mean, that guy's been two years out, and if I know anything about history, it's that the Browns aren't really on the the winning side of trades. Um, what we gave three first round picks and all sorts of other stuff. And how many trades? How many blockbuster trades have we actually made, though? Um, I I mean the Odell trade, which didn't work out for us. Okay, that's the big one. I think that's the big one, and that was one I said I didn't like. Yeah. That's right. That uh, trade people were fifty fifty on. I was all like, "No, no." I'm... I was I was excited about it, but it's obvious that uh, um, it's obvious it didn't work out. Uh, the only trades I'm seeing here are that the the Sean Watt. I'm trying to look up like history. Um, Mayfield, but they didn't trade for him. Yeah. I don't. I just don't remember the last time we made a major splash. I mean, I feel like trades aren't even that big of a thing. NFL. Yeah, I don't know, man. Not getting a lot of. I Google and trade history for the Browns. You're not. I guess you don't ever. It's more of a. Usually, there's pick swaps for a player. So I mean, I guess that's why it's it's hard to remember like. The trades of players for players. Um, not really. Just kind of going back ten years here and trying to see. Um, I don't know. 
Who do you think the the so the ninth player is the first non quarterback? Who do you think that was? Ninth player, first non quarterback. Defensive. Yeah, I figured it was defensive. And you, I mean, think about all those names. They're they're people more towards the end of their career. Ed Reed, Von Miller. Okay, that makes and then sense. Number ten, Trent Williams. Okay. I just we, thought that was interesting. We traded. Uh, we did. We traded. Uh, Kind of a big trade was that uh, we traded um, the, uh, the, um, Trent Richardson. Remember first-round draft pick Trent Richardson? We traded him to the Colts, and that looked like it was going to be a good trade, and then those draft picks sucked. Well, we didn't make use of the draft picks. Yeah. Trent Richardson also had one more good season and then sucked, didn't he? He had like half a good season with the Colts. Yeah. Um all right, well, uh, you know, big ups uh, to Georgia and uh, LSU. Um, well, I guess I don't really got to thank Georgia because they're number one after knocking off number one. So, um, But, yeah, that interesting college football season continues. Uh, we're now up to number two and Michigan at number three. So uh, it's a big end of the season coming along, and Georgia looks like the top dog, maybe a, a playoff without Alabama. So could be pretty fun. What is it? Uh, who's number? Is Georgia number one? Georgia, OSU, Michigan, TCU, and well, those what are happened to Tennessee. Tennessee lost to Georgia, so oh, Tennessee duh. is. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Yeah, they just fought. They just uh, battled this last weekend. Um, TCU is the fourth and last unbeaten, um, and then you got Tennessee and Oregon, uh, one lost teams right behind them. And then uh, you know, if, if Georgia LSU bopped if, up if, to seven. If that's the playoff that happens, Georgia's just going to dominate TCU. Oh, yeah. But you would actually think at this point um, it's going to actually – Georgia might actually have the tougher matchup because you will have Ohio State or Michigan at two or three or probably at two. And if TCU wins out, which is still suspect, I don't know that that they're that great. You can count on them winning out, but uh, they'll probably bop up to three. So Ohio State-Michigan winner can can probably be playing TCU. Um, and then Georgia will have either probably not Oregon. I, I think if I mean it, it kind of depends. I, I don't really know what LSU schedules like, but um, you know, one of these two lost teams might make it up there, or it could be Oregon. But they're really trying to get Alabama in there any way possible. <clears throat> it's it's going to be hard with two losses. I don't even I don't know what the standings in the SEC are like. But yeah, I mean, if I guess if they beat Georgia in the SEC title game, it could happen. Oh, um, but I mean, you're really looking. There aren't many great one loss teams either. So, I mean, who deserves it more out of Alabama or Oregon or Alabama or USC, Alabama, Clemson, Ole Miss, UCLA? Right. I don't know. Um, I'm rooting in for TCU at this point. So I, I'm, I picked a little different song for this night. I, I, I Googled the Cleveland hip-hop, and I found this thing from the 80s. And I'm interested. I, I actually really enjoy this jam, um, so that's what we're going to use today. It's Johnny Owen, the Sorcerer Crew from, like, Ooh, 80, is it about magic? 88, 89. Uh, the song's called Legally Deaf. So that's the song we're going to do at the end of the podcast. Here, check it out because uh, give it a chance because I was like, um, you could tell someone ripped them off later in the 90s. Oh, uh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. You'll, well, I'll play this for you after we get out of here, but you'll be able to tell. Okay. Because uh, they use a sample that someone else used a sample for. Well, I don't know if they were. Anyways. All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> all right. See ya. Later. Bye.
was a cracker Snap it all the time Police speak in my mind Now I'm legally deaf When reciting my rhymes Cruising round when I'm down In the blood city town Where I'm wearing the crown Some say I'm hellbound Sharp as an act Known as the max when I rap It's a magnitude Ain't so awesome Check. The pump is legally deaf. If you ain't with the dialect, you pump a pump. 